smoke with? I think, I think, listen, listen, Mark, listen, hold on. When I say, who'd you have, caffeine today? What the hell is that up to How much coffee did you drink before? You can't polish a sneaker, right? <laughs> throw, throw tomatoes at me, do whatever you're going to do. Welcome in to Corso and Catone, the real deal New England feel presented by the Pats Nation postgame show. Join Mark and I 30 minutes following every Patriots postgame, the only postgame show worth watching. Chris Corso alongside Mark Catone and our producer director Joe Guarneri is with us. Got us up on YouTube, so make sure you subscribe. Give us that thumbs up, right, Mark? That's right. You can also catch us at Podbean or anywhere that you podcast. We want to hear from you. So a lot of ways to get in touch with us. You can email us, corso.catone at gmail.com. Check us out on Twitter, at corso underscore catone, at corso underscore catone. Check out some of the tweets that uh, Mark and I put up last week. And, of course, our heated hotline. Give us a call, 24-7-855-313-PATS. Joe will pick the one that he wants Mark and I to talk about. And like you... We won't know which one it is. So that one could be yours. 855-313-7287. And listen, we got always a packed show. We're going to get into our final Yankees versus Red Sox. And again, Catone's comments. Again, that's worth sticking around for. You always want to catch that. In our Patriots preview of the Texans game as the Patriots travel to Houston to take on the Texans at 1 p.m. Eastern. And again, we'll be on 30 minutes following that with the Pats Nation postgame. So, Mark, what do you say? Should we get into heated hotline? Let's do it. All right, Joe, let's have it. How you doing, guys? This is Brad calling in from Hope Valley, Rhode Island. I just wanted to say how about those Red Sox? Those uh, Yankees, they turned over and died like a cockroach. Starting pitcher Sale went one inning, but the team still kicked ass and really got a lot of good score on that second game. So we're hoping for the Red Sox to move on. How about the uh, Patriots now? Now that the Brady Bowl is over and Mac is on top, we got rid of Gilmore. He's gone. What's going to happen with J.C. Jackson? They're going to resign him? They're going to keep him? They've got Evans and Parker out there, but they're all fighting for positions and uh, just want to know what you think about J.C. Jackson. Thanks for the show. We love it. Bye now. Well, hey, listen, thank you, Brad, in uh, Rhode Island. We appreciate the uh, the call and the message. Uh, so, Mark, listen, Yankee uh, Red Sox fans are, you know, they're fired up. They're excited, uh, especially after that game yesterday when we didn't think they really had a shot. Right, Mark? I mean, how did you make what, – what do you no, think? They, listen, Red Sox, are, Red Sox, Chris, are built to win in October the Yankees – are not. We've only been. This is year after year. We've been saying this. We've been saying this since 2018. They're not built to win in October. There needs to be changes structurally to the lineup to the team. Cashman hasn't done it yet. The owner just sits there and keeps giving Cashman and, and, and Boone new contracts. I mean, the structure of the team needs to change, and and it hasn't. In 2018, Chris, the Boston Red Sox won the World Series. They knocked us out of the playoffs. The Red Sox core group of players that year were. Mookie, um, Mookie Betts, Andrew Benatendi, uh, uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. Yeah, the killer uh, bees. They, the, but, Chris, they're all gone. They, they, they created a new core. 
and they're winning again. We we got the same call. We've done nothing. Like we ought to be embarrassed and ashamed as an organization that they've rebuilt and they've gone ahead of us already. How is that even possible? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Red Sox fans should be jumping off the rooftops. They are, and 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 talk about talk about you know the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs of a long season like that. It went from starting out 100 games, fantastic, then going in the dumper. Okay, they went right in a crapper, and everybody was upset, and now they're back up again. So maybe they're peaking at the right time. I mean, one-on-one in that series, and we'll talk about it during Yankees-Red Sox. But Mark, to his other comment, to Brad's other comment about, about Gilmore, mentioned Gilmore's gone. What are we going to do with uh, with J.C. Jackson? Real quick, Brad, you got to resign J.C. Jackson. you got you to give him a contract. I mean, that's it. You know, going back and look at the game last week, you know, it turns out, yeah, he had seven catches, but he only held them to, what, 50, 50 or so yards, Evans? J.C. Yeah. Jackson did so. Yeah. Had a good game. Second there, had a great game. So you got to resign him. But Mark with Gilmore, you know, what would you think about that this week? Horrible, horrible, absolutely. I, I'm going to get into that a little later, Chris. Absolutely indespicable and horrible that you let him go with a six round draft pick. I, 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 I can't even tell you my frustration and displeasure with that whole situation. Well, for me with Gilmore, and I know you you have some things to say about that later, but for me, it's it's the confusion of it a little bit. You know, you got a six get a six round pick for him, but if you had held on to him for the rest of the season, I know I know you're going to lose him in free agency. You weren't going to we weren't going to resign him. We know that. But if you held on to him and he played it all, my belief is that they get a compensatory fifth round pick. So you do better. You, you do better hanging on to him unless. He decides I'm not coming off the injured list. You know, I'm not going to pass a physical and I'm just going to say, hey, you know, I'm still hurt. It's still hurting the quad and he's just not going to do it. So it was about money, Brad. That's what this was about. They didn't want to pay this guy the seven million dollars. And but to Mark's point, yeah, I mean, you should have you should have been moving him and shopping him, you know, preseason prior to the season beginning. And I think he would have got a lot more, maybe third, fourth, you know, somewhere in that range. Chris, you're not going to tell me you couldn't have moved him the night of the draft. Of course you could have. The night of the right. draft was your chance to move him. Yeah, you're right. Even yeah, even further back to the draft. And they could have gotten yeah. a pretty high, you know, because nobody really understood the injury, the no. degree of that injury at that point, and it only got worse. So, Brad, listen, we appreciate the call, of course, uh, heated hotline, and make sure, hey, 24-7, always call in. 855-313-7287. You never know when the heated hotline message will be yours. And that's sponsored or brought to us by Jag Media Productions. Everything you see here, fantastic. That's all brought to us by Jag Media Productions. So, Mark, Brad brings it up. So let's get right into Yankees versus Red Sox, our last Yankees versus Red Sox segment. Joe, let's have it. Oh, I like the rivalry. <laughs> So, Mark, let's you know, let's 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 cover let's get let's cover the Yankees for the last time. You know, I know you already started and began some of the some of the talk on them, but you know, organizationally, I get that. What went wrong in that playing game? Well, I don't think I don't think Cole was never was ever healthy, Chris. First of all, he got hurt at the beginning of September in, in, against Toronto. He was out. 
a week, 10 days, whatever it was, comes back, has never been the same pitcher, hasn't hasn't pitched well since he came back. He struggled in, in two or three starts um, from com- coming back from, from, from being injured. So that was your first thing right there. You knew going into that game, Cole, there was a chance he wasn't going to have it. And, and and I think Boone knew it because Boone was ready to pull the plug immediately, and he did. He pulled it. I mean, he knew. So Cole was never right. So I question whether or not – I mean, I get he's going to start the game, I guess. But if he's not healthy, I question maybe you don't start him. I, I don't know. Um, Chris, bat is, I want to say, 4 through 20. Uh, 4 through 20, I'm sorry. 4 through 9 in that game went 1 for 20. 1 for 20. That's that's unacceptable. And that's not the first time that happened, Chris. From the middle of that order down, all season long, they struggled. It was just heightened and highlighted in a playoff game. A, a, a one-game win-or-take-all type of a scenario, they don't have the horses. The team isn't constructed to win a game like that, and they didn't. One for 20, Chris? How how, you, how is that even possible with all the money on that roster that your that part of the order goes one for twenty in an elimination game? Yeah, well, it's it's what we talked about all all, all season long as far as filling your roster with number four hitters. I mean, you know, you, you yeah. you're gonna live and die with it. Now down the stretch, those guys were hitting. Stanton was hitting, and 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 you know they they were you know Stanton still did in that game. We'll talk that in a second. I'll get to that in a second, but. You can't put that kind of roster together with those type of power hitters and then expect it to not go cold at some point. It's going to go cold, and when it does, that's the result you get. Mark, you to your cold point, you've said it all season long. I don't want this game, or you know, later here in the last few weeks, I don't want this game in Boston because Cole's much better in Yankee Stadium. Yeah. You know, he pitches better in Yankee Stadium and so on. But as far as and and to that playing, they needed to play that game in Yankee Stadium because. They were what? Stan would have had what? At three least, home runs? At least two, probably three home runs, Chris. If that game's in Yankee Stadium, he's got three home runs probably. Yeah. And yep. that changes everything because look at what happens on that. Mark, we got to talk about that freaking. And it's just another. It, that's a great segue into what the hell is Boone still doing? And his whole staff, gone. Get rid of him. That, that was just inexcusable what happened in that inning where they waved Judge home. That's and inexcusable Chris, with two Chris, guys on and one out, and you're down two runs. What am I? That's baseball one on one, Mark. And Chris, you've—I don't know how many times you've texted me at, at, at night watching a game, or called me and said, "What the hell kind of a the, the the coaching is just bad. The base running, Chris, has been bad all year, all year. The base running on that team has been bad. You're right. The whole staff needs to be replaced. I'm afraid they're going to keep Boone." And replace the coaches, the position coaches. Yeah. But that's the worst thing that could happen, Chris. You're right. You're right. And and you know what? That third base coach, look, he hesitated on what to do. Hold him. Always hold him. And that's it. Your whole function there, standing at third base, is to understand the situation. Down two runs. You're going to have those two guys on now? What? what first Chris, and third? Second and third? He, hold he, that he guy. Was, Chris, he was reading it, and he thought the ball was going to short hop. And if it short hopped, Chances are you don't you're not able to get a clean bounce, turn, and make the throw. The ball didn't short hop. Bogots, to his credit, made a great play, moved up on the ball, got it clean off the hop, and threw it. He was dead. He was absolutely dead. Dead. He, it, it, he it, was dead. I mean, it come was on. Bullshit, Mark. I mean, you know, like it, you said, Chris, that's baseball one on one. You don't yeah. you don't send them there. 
Third base coach, hold the runner. Any any hesitation, any question in that scenario, that circumstance, you hold the guy, you hold the damn runner. This isn't game, this isn't game 60. You know, this is a one-game playoff. And by the way, Judge, I mean, I texted you this right after it happened, too, and you were flipping out. Ebach was flipping out over that that call in that game because it could have gone, could have changed a lot. That might have been a big inning. Right. And I, it pissed me off about Judge, too. You need to understand the situation as a base runner, too. You don't look when you when you when you start off and you see, you know, you start off from second and you don't see a third base coach put up a signal immediately. You need to know the situation and say to yourself, hey, look, for you know, we can get first and third, second and third. It's very worst first and third. OK, with one with one out. And I think it was one out and down two runs. It you know, I got to stay. Yeah. I got to yeah. I got to stay put at third base. I don't have a yeah. ton of speed. You got to know that, Mark. Tino Martinez, Paul O'Neill, Derek Jeter. OK, those guys would 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 have stayed put. They would not have taken the chance. Well, Chris, here's the thing. And you and I have talked about this in, in, in a couple of different situations in the Posada. past couple of weeks. Right. The players today seem to lack that baseball IQ. Right? That's baseball IQ, Chris. And those guys you just mentioned, Martinez and and and, and those guys, Paul O'Neill, their baseball IQ was off the charts, Chris. Right. These guys today, yeah, they're athletes. They may be better athletes. They're physical specimens. They can hit the ball 550 feet. Maybe those guys couldn't hit the ball 550 feet, but their baseball IQ, Chris, and their understanding of the situation and of a game was second to none. And that's lacking not just with the Yankees, that's lacking in, in baseball in general, I think, in, in, in my opinion. But on the Reds, on the Yankees, it is definitely lacking. And it's lacking from the manager's seat. I mean, Jesus right. Christ, Chris, come on. Yeah, How many examples look, do they need to see? Yeah, and the other thing is on manager managing too. Mark, what happened? I can't see your face, Mark. I can't see your face. I need oh, to see your face that, while I'm while I'm going through my rants, Mark. You know, yeah. I always see if Mark is disgusted with what I'm saying. You know, which typically he is. You know, but uh, but Mark, seriously, I mean, the fact that they're in, he's he's a perfect managerial problem, and it should it should have led to his demise immediately. Those guys were on COVID. You pointed this out. All the all those two, you know. Two guys and 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 utility guys came yeah, in. Guys played. out and they had some injuries at that point and, in time. Right, and they manufactured runs. They played the baseball you're talking about, and what happens? They come back. Everybody goes on the then bench, on and like they a go 13, into a loss. Fourteen game winning streak, and then all of a sudden those guys come back. You flip the roster around, and not and thirteen then, game yeah, losing streak. Yeah, you did end up getting <laughs> back some momentum again at the end of the season, but those guys that were in that lineup at, during that thirteen game winning streak, Chris. That team at that point in time was built for October. Right. This team is not built for an October. And the core has to be changed. Listen, Joey Gallo should never see a field again for the for the for the, for the Yankees. That was a bad well, Mark, trade. Explain explain to the people about why was Rizzo batting where he was and Gallo batting where he was. I don't know. Game. Listen, I know LeMayu was hurt. I get it. But you got Rizzo batting first, leadoff? What the hell is that? Come on. Listen. Gallo should not be see a field again for the Yankees. Shouldn't put on a uniform again. Gary Sanchez should not put on a, a, a uniform again for the New York Yankees. Um, Gleyber Torres should never see shortstop ever, ever again. You want to put him at second base? That's fine. I'd only keep Gleyber Torres maybe another year at best. Pray he has a good year and you can trade him for something. But 
but I, he's not a long-term solution either. You're going to hope he can he hits and does what he did the first year he came up, and maybe he's trainable. The guy you're going to bring back is Rizzo, right? You got to bring Rizzo back. But the rest of these guys, Chris, you need to infuse different players in this team. Even Gio Oshella, you signed him for two years. You could probably get something for Oshella. Get rid of him. You need, I mean, granted, he can get you extra base hits, but you need an infusion of young guys that can spray the ball, steal bases, manufacture things, do things differently. These guys can't do it. Yeah. Well, on, on to now a positive side, uh, the Red Sox. Listen, Mark, I mean, we talked about coming in that, hey, they don't have a chance against Tampa. They don't have a chance. And, and it looked in game one. I mean, Rodriguez, it looked in game one like they did, and I was about to crucify Cora because you start Rodriguez, right? Mark, you start, you get a starter on the mound, okay, coming out game one, and you there's a clear indication to me when that when that starting pitcher comes leads with two two changeups, that's a that that tells you from moment one, this dude's not confident. You gotta come with your fastball and establish it immediately. No, I mean no. You yeah, have two right. changeups. Right. It's like yeah, saying, right. "Hey, we, we are in trouble in this game immediately." How the hell is that? Listen, I listen, Cora, Chris. I'm going to be honest with you. Cora's Cora's a smart guy, smart baseball guy. I think Cora figured, you know what? We're going to roll him out. Maybe we steal game one. Maybe we don't. And I think he probably thought Sale would pitch better in game two, which he didn't. But they got lucky with the kid Tanner Hulk came out. Oh of the man, he was good. And he yeah. was lights out. But I think he knew they would struggle in game one. I think he banked on. Sale pitching better in game two, which he didn't, but it worked out well because the kid that came out of the bullpen did what you hoped Sale would do. But you're right. right. Rodriguez is hot and cold, Chris. And and he that you're throwing change-ups like that. Come on. And I just want to talking about the change-up, Chris. And I know we're talking Red Sox, but the, the Garrett Cole, that first inning change-up to, to Bogot. You're throwing a change-up in the first inning, you give up a two-run home run. Kudos to Bogots. Bogots jumped all over it. He crushed it to center field. I mean, come on. Mark, it's but, not studying. It's it's simply not studying. But listen, the Red Sox, Chris, Jesus, if I'm a Red Sox fan, I'm ecstatic. They're in the middle of this thing. You yeah. got a Voldy going next. It's advantage Red Sox. You got your number one rolling out at home in game yeah. three, Chris. I agree. Listen, and 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 I mean, I get it. The Rays, the Rays put pressure on you. They, they put do. pressure on you with the way they can run. They you know, do. the way you can get on the base and the way they do on the base paths, they do. They put a ton of pressure on you. But if your starter starting pitcher is right, then yeah, I mean, and you're right, they dodged a huge bullet. Which is, I love this kid, Tanner Hawk. I mean, I, Mark, I, if there's an opportunity and he has enough rest, I'm gonna say this flat out, and I don't know who, who if anyone disagrees with me. I'm start, I'm, I'm, I'm put, I, I roll him out as a starter over over Sale right now. I, I don't care if it's home yeah. or away. So I think Chris, Sale, so I Sale's a, got so problems I, right yeah, now. So I got a theory, right? If Avaldi wins Game Three. And they go up two one. They're he only give threw up about. The, let's yeah. see. He only threw twenty five pitches. They're at home. Cora's going to roll the dice and look at the analytics, and he's going to look at sales record in Fenway Park, and he's going to say, "Can you throw me fifty? Can you get me sixty pitches? Which maybe is four or five innings. Can you do it?" He's going to roll. I'm telling you, Chris. I, I, people think I'm crazy. He's going to roll sale out in Game Four because he only threw twenty five pitches and say, "Listen, that was like a bullpen side session preparing for a start. Let's go." Can you give me four or five? Let's go. And and he's going to roll them out game four and, and try to steal it at home. And then you're right. right, Chris. I think you roll that kid back in game five. If you have to, you bring that kid in. Yeah, listen, and, and and you're right. The home, the at home. Pitch, pitch sale. If you're going to pitch sale, pitch him at home on a short and with a short leash. Chris, Chris, Look, you Mark, you're either right or you're not. Night? 
after the Yankee game, they talked about what an advantage it was to play at home with the fans. Did you hear all those? The Red Sox yeah. players were talking about what an advantage it was to play at yeah. home. Yeah. Look, Sale's either right or he's not right. If the, you you're know, right. you keep talking about Tommy John, fine. But if you're going to roll him out there, you got to know he's right. And right now, yeah. he's not. He's no. just not. You give up a grand slam in the first inning. I mean, that's no, right. that's, that's that's disgusting, you know. Hey, but Christian, yeah, Hawk, what about Tampa stealing home home? And, and that's and, what I'm and telling you. One. They put they put pressure on you. They're stealing home. I mean, Jesus Christ! Jeez, they maybe, don't care. Maybe the Yankees should take a should they should video that and watch it over and over and over. Mock, they don't care. They don't care. They come at you. They just come at you and they put the pressure on you. So I agree with you, Evaldi. I I like Boston's chances with Evaldi on the mound, and then and like you say, you're gonna have to come back with Sale, and then. I don't know what kind of rest they'll have at that point, but you come back with, say, like you say, 25 pitches, but everybody starts talking about the rest. I think that's all he threw, Chris. I, I don't think he threw many, anything more than 25 or yeah. 30 pitches the other night. Well, one of them's still going. One of the home oh, runs is listen. still flying, you know? I think it's reached Cuba by now, you know? So, anyway. So, Yankees versus Red Sox. And, Mark, we're going to say bye-bye to that next week. We'll have another feature for you for you guys out there. and. You know, get well, two, Chris, two. we're going to be talking Red Sox. If well, we are going to talk Red Sox if like, they win. Listen, Absolutely. You're going to give Red Sox their due, Chris. I have a funny feeling, and you had mentioned this three months ago. You said to me, Mark, I think they could win the American League. Chris, if Avaldi wins game three, they could win the American League. You right. might have been they, right. Chris, because they become you a... said it three months ago. <laughs> you said it. Well, listen, they, you know, Mark's got a lot of more baseball knowledge than I do. That's for damn sure. That's just throwing dots at a board for me. But anyway, so, okay, well, Yankees versus Red Sox, that was that was uh, presented by Special Sauce Podcast, Startup Finance, and Drive Yourself to Success, specialsaucepodcast.com. When we come back, Mark, we're going to get into our Patriots preview of the Texans, Texans game. Hopefully we get right on that. So right after this. Mark, my bad, my bad. I'm so so quickly wanting to get to the Patriots making it right again that I completely scaled over our most popular segment and feature that we have, Catone's comments. Mark, take it away. So this week, Chris, I had a couple of different things I wanted to talk about, but I'm going to focus on one. But I have another driving issue, which I'm going to get to next week. It drove me out of my mind, but that'll be next week. Another driving issue. We'll talk about it. I just got to can't leave the house. But listen, this week, Gilmore, okay, they, they traded for a six-round pick, and we talked about this. Listen, it's about time. I'm so sick of this bullshit of these people who, who 
Hail to Belichick. Hail to Belichick. And he gets a free pass with everything that he does. He sucks as a general manager, okay? I said it. He sucks. The last five years, he's dismantled this roster. He's dismantled this team. He doesn't know. He has no clue what he's doing in the general manager's seat. And this is just another debacle, debacle of being a general manager who's lost and clueless. And yes, Mr. Corso gives him a pass too. He he loves Mr. Belichick. Listen, it's time for the man to go. It's time for him to go. Robert Kraft needs to take control of this franchise again. It's not Belichick's franchise. It's Kraft's franchise. Take control of the damn franchise. Few things. First of all, Rob Gronkowski was injured year after year after year. We have a draft. Chris and I are watching the draft, as we always do. I say, Chris, this kid Andrews, second-round pick, he'll be there. I told Chris about him in October during an Oklahoma game. He's there in the second round. What do we do? Belichick takes a corner, a corner that I had as a fifth-round pick. He lasted a year and got, he, did, he got released or traded, traded to Denver. But stiff, absolute. You want to talk about the Sunday stiff? He was a stiff. He drafts him. Okay. Now, I'm not even going to get into the Brady debacle. That is that is a debacle of historic proportions, which I'm not even going to get into. Then, Chris's favorite wide receiver, Nikhil Harry. There was a half a dozen guys you could have drafted before Nikhil Harry. Every single one of them right now is producing like a pro bowler. Nikhil Harry, I got a hamstring, I got a shoulder, I got a back, I got a toenail broke. I can't get free. I can't get loose. I stink. I don't belong in the NFL. That's who Nikhil Harry is. That's who Bill Belichick drafted. Then, you got two first-round draft picks. You take a guy who wasn't even a tackle in college. He was a guard. A guard. Do I got to say it a third time? A guard. You're wasting a first-round draft pick on a project. Maybe he can transfer into a tackle. Maybe. It's been three years. Is he a tackle? He's not a tackle. He's a stiff. A Sunday stiff. Then you draft Sonny Michelle. Oh, good God. You take a running back in the first round, and Chris will tell you that's like a cardinal sin. Why are you taking a running back in the first round? But what makes this worse, if you're going to take the running back in the first round, please, there's two running backs from the same goddamn school. You took the wrong one? Really? It was as clear as day who the better running back from Georgia was. It was Nick Chubb and it was Sonny Michelle. All you had to do was watch a Georgia game on a Saturday afternoon, and you knew Nick Chubb was better. What the hell was Belichick watching? He's from a different era. He's an era. He's a dinosaur. Somebody said the other day he's a dinosaur. He is a dinosaur. Let's face it. Let's. This is the real deal in New England field. Let's call a the spade a spade. He's a dinosaur. It's time to move on. You moved on from Brady, the greatest quarterback, the greatest player in the history of football. It's time to move on from Bill. Take control of your franchise, Mr. Kraft. It's time to go, Bill. Thanks for the memories. And let's re reset, get Mac Jones some record, uh, weapons, and go into another era. I had to get that off my chest because I'm ready to lose my mind after this Gilmore 
debacle. Well, if if this is not losing your mind, can you out there imagine what Mark actually losing his mind? I've seen it. Yeah, he's right. This is not getting ready. losing his mind. <laughs> getting, <laughs> getting ready to lose it. It gets to a different level when that happens. But, Mark, Joe, does it seem to you like this entire Catone's comments was beating the shit out of me a little bit? What do you think? Out of you. <laughs> out of me. Sounds like Belichick. My, my favorite, my favorite no, thing was, was Harry. Wasn't it Belichick? <laughs> no, it is. It is. It's totally Belichick. <clears throat> Mark, listen, uh, there's not, not much any, I think anybody should be disagreeing with on this one. Um, you're right, Mark. You're absolutely right. I mean, it, it, the, the game, I, I know you're agreeing with Guerrero a little bit, and I know you don't like doing that. But I'm not agreeing with Guerrero, Chris. I'm just looking at the. That he's I'm a not dinosaur. Talking about how he relates to players. I'm talking about he he his drafting, Chris. He he's it's time to go. Bell Kraft is going to take control of the team and say, Bill, you haven't drafted a player in five years that's any good. You got to go. It's done. You're done. You may still be able to coach, but that that that's not what you're doing for me. So it's time for you to go. I'm going to hire a head coach and I'm going to hire a a personnel department that'll make those decisions. Not my head coach. My head coach will have input, but my head coach is going to coach. What happened there, Mark? What happened? What happened with? What happened with the front office? I mean, they're so void of the void of of anybody that's in that front office. They've lost people, Pioli, Dimitrov, and over the years, and they've never replaced them, Mark, with, with anything worthwhile. Casario, Chris, I mean, let's, never mind the coaching staff. What does he replace the coaching staff with? He's got a bunch of bumbling fools on the coaching staff. How the hell is the offensive line coach not fired mid-year? A quarter of the way through the year, we should be released from his duties, Chris. It's awful. It is. It's awful. Can't disagree with you, Mark. Absolutely cannot disagree with you. So, Catone's comments was presented by Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal law firm, CorsoLawGroup.com. Allow us to be your voice. And now, on the other side, we're coming back with our Patriots preview of the uh, Texans as they travel to Houston tomorrow to take on those Texans to try to get right. So, right after this. It's that time again for a timeout for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20-plus years' experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to CorsoLawGroup.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group. Back in with Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel, and our Patriots preview of the Houston Texans game tomorrow. And let's not forget, this is presented by the Pats Nation, the only post-game show worth watching. 30 minutes following every single Patriots game. Mark, listen, um, it's time to get right, I think. It's time to get this team right and back on track again. And this should be the game to get that done, I think. You know, So breaking this down, you know, when we go from an offensive standpoint, scouting this team and the, some of these matchups, 
you know, and the Patriots, what are they going to need to do in order to win this game offensively? Like when they run the ball, when they pass the ball, who do you give the edge to on these things? Well, I think the Patriots should have an edge, Chris. I mean, I think throwing the ball, I mean, I, I, the, well, I say that, but last week, I, I mean, they played a terrible secondary and they didn't, they did okay. They should have did better. It, it, we both thought they should have did a little bit better, but I think they should be all right throwing the ball. I mean, I don't think Houston secondary stinks, Chris. I think you should be able to throw the ball underneath against that secondary and 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 make some plays. And, yeah. and the only issue is going to be, I know they don't have much of a pass rush, Chris, but you got, what, four offensive linemen out? Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, the protecting was going to be a huge issue. We'll get there with a second, but you're right. With the secondary, this this Houston secondary isn't much better than what we faced It might be worse. Week. It might be worse. They play, well, they say they play a real soft, too deep zone. We're meaning like two safeties up top, very, very soft. They're way, way off the ball. And there's going to be a lot of opportunity. And that, that, that favors New England in the sense of what's our game? Our game's a lot of that underneath stuff, all of that yeah. short passes. I mean, you're talking about Mitchell, Terrence Mitchell, Desmond King, Thomas, hey, uh, Hargraves at corner, Johnson, Reed, Murray. These guys are not household names. They're not very good. No. You know, they're not very good. They're, they're and I'll get the numbers, but. I mean, Mark, they should be able to throw the ball underneath, and the t we should see the tight ends this week more. No? I would. I mean, listen, the tight ends got involved a little bit more last week, Chris. They both caught touchdowns, right? So hopefully that was a little foreshadowing of, yeah, getting them involved more, right? I, I, I definitely think this is a defense, Chris, that you could see Jonu Smith really get involved with some of those plays that they like to use him with. Those plays should definitely be there, I think, this week, Chris. Well, and, and, and I absolutely, and I and I have to believe Hunter Henry <clears throat> coming up that seam, splitting that two deep zone. I mean, you you put two safeties way up top, way soft, really soft. Henry can get up that seam, and that ball comes out quick. And Mac Jones has developed the ability, you know, to get the ball out quickly. And if he can yeah. get the ball yeah. quickly, well, he's going to have to get the ball out quickly. I mean, because they can't friggin' protect them, as you just said. So no. they should be able to get take advantage of all that underneath stuff. But right, Mark, right. What the hell? Let me just say this. I'm just going to read this real, real quick, okay? This is the injury report for tomorrow, okay? Just on the offensive side of things. Out, already out, is Trent Brown, Shaq Mason, okay? By the way, I don't know if Trent Brown's ever going to get on the damn field with this stupid calf injury. Chris, it's a calf, though. I mean, I mean it, could that be? I mean, they didn't put him on the pup list. I mean, is it season ending? What the freak? I have no idea, but he hasn't played. <clears throat> He's played what, like? A quarter? A, 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 yeah, I think he played a quarter in that first game, yeah. So Brown's out. Mason's out. Questionable. You got, uh, where are the other guys? Um, Win. Win Win is part of that COVID thing. So we're not sure if he's going to actually play, right? Or Win's got an injury, and then you got uh, a new, uh, a newer, a new. He's, got a, he's COVID. A newer, yeah. He's, I never could say his name right, Joe. So, Chris, the whole right side of the line is out. Mason's out, and Brown's out. Five, four out of five starters are probably out tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, four out of five starters. Yeah. I mean, that's a bad. You know that that's really really bad. And and so I mean, who, who are they putting in there, Mark? You know what I mean? Who who are they going to put in? So when the so when the Patriots pass, they got to protect them. Now it's easier to run the ball with with offensive linemen. Offensive linemen would always rather be going forward than backward. So. It is easier to run the ball, and I have to believe, Mark, when the Patriots run, they got to get the edge there, right? I mean, you're talking about a Houston team well, Chris, that's ranked 28th in the league against the run. 
Yep. 137 and, and, yards per game. And who's going to be the actives tomorrow? Does he does he have Stevenson active? You think in, in, I, instead of Taylor? Does he inactivate Taylor because of the fumbles? I you know what the problem is, Mark. After the last game, he's never, ever, ever going to make Bolden inactive. It's nope, just your never buddy, ever going to happen. Going to be a going to be a focal point of the offense the rest of the season. It's never ever going to happen, you know. And so, uh, Mark, I, I Chris was fighting and arguing with people in the stadium about how bad Bolden was last week at the game, and then there was this kid, a teenager. He might have been, I don't know, 16, 7, 15, 16, 17. He was a Bolden fan. He was busting Chris's beans when Bolden was playing. Yeah, and, and and it turns out that I he made me look a little foolish because Bolden made a few plays for him. Although I will yeah. say there was a couple of plays, you know, that Bolden had, and we, you know, that I think Taylor would have gotten on the sideline a little quicker than him. Probably, yeah, he would have. But then it all went in the toilet when when Taylor fumbled the ball. Although I will say, I mean, going back and looking at it again, Tampa put a they put that hat right on that ball. I mean, that yeah, they did, they did. You know, good play by Tampa too. You know, and turning the ball over. But Mark, you're looking at the when you look at the offensive line, you know, to sort of tackle Justin Heron, the, the the depth chart here. You got Durant, you got him in a trade, you know, uh, lackluster trade. Then you got this Yadney Kaz, I don't even know how to say his last name. Kajusti. Okay. Um, he made a strong push for the for a roster spot in in training camp. And then you got Sherman, who's a practice squad guy. And then at guard, Karras. Same guy, Durant can play there. Ferenz was on the practice squad, and uh, Alex Redman also. And then there's a couple other guys too. So I think, Mark, the most likely combinations here would be Haran <clears throat> in this order from, from left to right. Haran, Karras, Andrews, Ferenz, and Durant. Yeah. Do you see it differently than that? No, I think you have to use those guys. Those so, are the only guys, Chris, who have gotten really any any type of playing time. No, you're right. And, and you know what, Mark? Maybe. Could it possibly be this becomes a blessing in disguise? Well, maybe this group could be gets together and and, and actually plays a lot better than well, Chris, win. Can and, they play any worse? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, look, look at this for a second, okay? You have <laughs> when they when they when they pass, um, and I had I have these numbers. I know I have these numbers, but he's been he's been hit like. It's a ridiculous amount of times, the, the amount of times that uh, that Mac Jones has been hit. And I'm trying to see. Chris, they said, I was reading something the other day that said if he continues at this pace, Chris, he will be the most hit quarterback over the course of a season, maybe in, in, in the history of the NFL. Yeah, that's how much right. he, That's how much he's getting hit. It is. So <laughs> how do you survive, Chris? How does he not get eventually injured? It's ridiculous. He's been sacked 10 times, okay, in four games. Uh, yeah, four games. And he's been hit 34 additional times. So he's been hit. He's been hit 30. He's been hit 44 times. That's 44 times. Chris, but so how do you prevent injury? Eventually, Harris hasn't been hit 44 times. But Chris, eventually somebody's going to hit him and he's going he's gonna to have a shoulder, something. I mean, you can't keep letting this guy get hit. And he's going to continue to get hit. So, well, let's see what the offensive line can do. Um, I mean, the receivers, we understand them. We chronicled this. They should be able to, you know, you, Meyer should have a good game. Bourne should have a real good game, and so should the tight ends. Aguilar, um, it's just a colossal disappointment to me, is Aguilar. And you, Mark, you had it. Mark had it. He had it dead on 
Aguilar is a waste of money. Aguilar is a waste of money. And so, you know, but the I other didn't stuff- I, yeah, I didn't like that when they signed him. I told you that's a that's a bad signing. But right. we're gonna do. So we'll see what happens. But again, with the offensive line, again, as I said, we should be able to run the ball tomorrow. I told you they allow 137 yeah. yards, 4.5 average. You know, we should get right. But I'd like to see Stevenson active, but he's not going to be. I would love to see him active tomorrow against that. Not team. gonna be. He will not be. He will not be active. It will. It will be Bolden. He redshirt him just like he did Harris. You know, and that's what's going to happen. It's going to you know be the same, the same kind of thing, unless he puts Taylor in the doghouse, and then he puts Stevenson on. Mark, Chris, you, you know, I'm so sick of that shit. My, I'm so listen, sick of that crap. My phrase for the rest and your of the Catone's year. Comments, you know, my phrase that. for the rest of the year is going to be: It's time for him to go. That's going to be my yeah. phrase. When I say it, you know who I'm talking about. And it's not Nikhil Harry. <laughs> no. No, it's not. It's uh, It will be. He needs to take Nikhil Harry by the hand and walk out the door. door Maybe they'll walk out together. They'll hopscotch out the door, you know? Mark, he had a catch last week. <laughs> yeah. He had a catch. Nikhil Harry. Farewell song. Mark, you just tell me when to play it. Yep. That's what we're going to do. That's happy, what we're going to do, Joe. Yep. Happy trails, you happy. stiff. You know, yeah. right. <laughs> right. So, uh, Mark, again, <clears throat> so the bottom line is, do, do, do they do they have the edge and do they beat them on on offense tomorrow? On offense, I think you have the edge, Chris, because they, their quarterback is out. You you've even got a, a backup quarterback playing for them. But, yeah, I think offensively, Chris, listen, this is the game. If you, I, I mean, I know I say it. But. You have the 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 off. If the offensive line was healthy, I mean, you, the offensive line, Chris, is is a wild card in this game. I mean, yeah. you just don't know. But theoretically, Jesus, the offense. This should be a game, Chris, where they can get some rhythm. I would hope they should run for two hundred yards tomorrow. They should. They should. But again, we don't know about this damn offensive line. But I'll tell you what, Mark. I have a feeling. I just I have a feeling, a gut feeling that. This this particular group, this particular offensive line that we you know that we talked about as as the combinations, whether it's what we what I had mentioned or Haran, friends, Andrews. I don't want to see Haran on the field. I can't stand Haran. Forget him. But he's going to have to play. They no, have a choice tomorrow. He's got to play, Chris. I don't think they don't have a choice tomorrow. But I have a play. feeling because as long as you have Andrews, yeah, they're not great year either. But as long as you've had Andrews in that center, I have a feeling this offensive line. At the end of this game tomorrow, we're going to talk about. Wow, they played much better. Look at the way yeah. the offensive line Chris, played. Now you're going to attribute some of that to the fact that the yeah. Texans suck. But and Chris, you know. I I went back to uh, uh, because we are talking about the offensive line and the offense. So I went back and looked one night uh, the other night at the, the 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 game. Right, I rewatched it, the the quick version of the game. Mm-hmm. And so the offensive line played bad, and 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 you were talked about communication issues, right? Yeah. So. Isn't the quarterback, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, supposed to, in some cases, identify where some pressure is coming from? And if you watch it, Chris, he's a rookie. I don't think he is able to do that yet. Where he can, where if you watch some of the veterans, I'm not going to mention them by name, but if you watch some of the veterans, you know, I'll say Rogers, he's yelling at to to you know. It's for his offensive line. It's coming from here. It's coming from here. Like he he can read where certain things are coming from. Granted, the offensive line should be able to pick that up, Chris. But in some cases, I think the quarterback has to help you. I don't know if Jones at this point of his career can do that. 
Well, I see him do some of it. Now, you know, especially at home, Mark. At home, okay. you're, you're dead on accurate at home. He should be a lot better at it than he is on the road because you're not dealing with the noise. Yeah. Um, I, I think he's okay at it, but you're right. I mean, as you obviously, as you gain years, you gain that ability to, because you see, you know, like the, the, the player that will never be named again um, has all the answers to the test. You know, seen everything is understand, but I see him. I mean, he's pointing out the mic, uh, you know, which is the offensive line is doing as well. The one thing I will agree with you on is he's responsible for some. He's responsible for a blitz here or there. When they bring a guy off the when when you're when they're dealing six on five, and you're slipping your you're slipping your running back out of the backfield, you know, to get into it as a checkdown or something like that. Yeah. When that edge guy's coming, that's that's his man. Yeah. That's his pickup. That's Mac Jones' pickup. He's got to yep. pick up that blitzer. And he's the. You ever notice when you're watching the games when a blitz comes from one side, they throw the ball to the same side. Because there's a guy going free. There's a guy getting off the line free, whether it's a tight end, running back, or whatever. And I don't where know, the yeah. blitz was coming from. Yeah. And that's why that's on Mac Jones. He's got to pick that up. So to a to a degree, I I, I do agree with you on that. Yeah. So yeah. now. Shifting to the other side of the ball, okay, tomorrow, for tomorrow anyway. You know, when when the Texans try to run the ball, now let's say they got veterans, they got Mark Ingram, they got David Johnson, Lindsey, Burkhead's out tomorrow, it looks like. Burkhead and uh, obviously Sean Watson. Um, so when they try to run the it's ball. The veteran and group of running backs, though, Chris, that, it's could awful. Pose, that could pose a problem. They're well, games. when you balance that between – Okay, because they're they're twenty sixth in the league with eighty three yards, three point two yards. They're 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 terrible. They're a terrible running team. And we're However, a terrible run defense. Well, this is the thing. I mean, we're 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 give we're nineteenth in the league against the run, giving up one hundred and twenty two yards a game. So is this the game, Mark, where Godshaw, Guy, right? and Barmore get right? I hope. Now, last week, okay, I, I'll give them a pass last week only because that was the game plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you let Fournette do what he wanted to do, keep that game tight, keep the lead, which is they did everything they wanted to do in that game except, Win. you know, pass the ball a little better. Mm. And I thought that was a coaching mistake at the end, fourth and three, but that's a whole other. We covered that. So when they run, is this a game they can get right? On the with the with the run defense. Well, now I I think with the run or defense, should. Chris, if they don't get right this week, then run defense is obviously a flaw that can't be fixed. If you can't get right this week, Chris, I will say this. Then that's a flaw that you probably can't fix if you can't get it right this week. And you spent a lot of money to get it right. Yeah. Too. Yeah. You know, and uh, by the way, chatting in, we want to thank all the the people. Brad Hopkins, along with the Heated Hotline, he's chatting in. And we have D Nation 100 also chatting in. Joel, get some responses out to them. So thank you for those chats. Yeah, Mark, I mean. Yeah, if you can't get right this week against the run, then you're, not, you're right. You're never gonna. It's never gonna happen. Chris, we're talking about defense. Um, we got somebody chatting in um, from Podbean, um, talking about uh, how do we feel about Jamie Collins? <sighs> Listen, I told. I've talked about this. Um, I've talked about this the last couple of weeks when we started to hear that Detroit was going to shop him or maybe release him, and we said, well, the Patriots will probably wait till he's released. The off-ball linebacker issue. When I say off-ball, playing off the ball, not on the line of scrimmage, not edge guys, not those tweeners like Winovich, but the guys that are playing in space. You got you got Hightower, right? 
You got who Lange. looks who, by the way, looks like he's 105 years old. Right. You got Langi. You got Uche a little bit doing that, although he's <clears throat> he's more of an edge guy. And Bentley was doing a little of it, but he's hurt. Ben, no, yeah, Bentley does it, but he and he's off the injury list, so he'll probably play. Bentley, and then uh, I guess you throw Perkins, but he hasn't played this year. So that's your off-ball linebackers. Not a lot of depth there. So I talked about that with you, and I said, you know, if it, if the money's right, and it clearly was, you're going to see them sign him right away. So how do I feel about it? I feel good about it. I still think he's a good player, Colin. Listen, Mark, do you think he's, that Collins he, is a- He truly, Chris, is a systems linebacker who just flourishes in, in what we do here. So I like to pick up, too. Well, he makes money. He makes money off of pay, being a Patriot. Yeah. He comes to the yep. Patriot, then he goes and makes money somewhere else. And that's his MO. That seems to be his, you know, thing. So I mean, I like it. I like the signing just because we need depth there. And and just what Mark said about Hightower. Is Hightower looks his age right now. Or his football age. I mean he, I'm gonna be honest with you, Chris. If Collins comes in, shows some energy, and is playing well. I think you're going to see him get some significant playing time because I think, you know, high. Well, I certainly will kick Langley off the field. To Langley, yeah, exactly. Please kick, please kick Langley off the field, please. Yeah, and and again, ben, I look. Everybody's been on Bentley, like as far as like all hyped up and happy about Bentley. I have not been. I'm one of the. I'm one of the probably the few people around, uh, Patriots world that isn't, that isn't high on on Bentley. I know he has a lot of tackles. But I, I just think he's fundamentally at times just not not sound. He's flawed. And Chris, and, and in regards to Collins, just to finish the thought about Collins, is and I know you're not a fan of Bentley. That that's that's you you screamed about him more times last year. But in regards to Collins, he got his old number back. He he Anthony Jennings had the number. He gave him a little bit of cash. He's got yeah. the number fifty eight. Otherwise, he's gonna have to wear number thirty. Wasn't so he, he got his number back? He was, was but 51? I think the last time he was here, he was 58. 58, yeah. And he then was, it was 51, 51 originally. You right. <laughs> so many times this clown has been through. Yeah. <laughs> so many right. times this clown's been through the system, Mark. I mean, what the yeah. frig? You know what I'm saying? But, but yeah, you're, no, not, a ben- you're not a Bentley fan, Chris. No, I'm not. I'm not. And he can help. And maybe, Mark, maybe what we'll see is, because Collins is more of an outside linebacker than inside, so you're still going to see Bentley on the field. But maybe what this allows for, because I agree, Hightower looks his football age, and maybe he can. Maybe Hightower is only limited to to, to to one thing he can do. You know, he can't be that versatile guy. So maybe you bring him up now, and you let him get to the quarterback a little bit. It allows for him to do that a little bit, which he's yep. good. He's good at getting to the quarterback. He is. He is. You know, he, I like yeah. him more than freaking. I like him more getting to the quarterback than uh, Winovich. Yeah, Winovich. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm done with Winovich. I'm yeah. tired of seeing him go around the edge. And I know that Nikovich did this too, but Nikovich was just much better than Winovich. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's no, come on. We can't compare so, him to Nikovich. No, 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 no. But no, we I, certainly this, can't compare him. I, I know you hate him. I know in the you sense hate of the him. one move. I know you hate him as a coach but and as a person, but you certainly can't compare him to Vrabel. Vrabel, Chris. I don't like Vrabel. No, I know that, but what he did for us on defense. Yeah, I mean, he was a good player, yeah. He's a good player, right? Chris, how about our secondary note? So Gilmore's gone. So Gilmore's not coming back to save you, right? That's over. That's it with Gilmore. So, yeah. Joe, the Gilmore watch is over, Joe. Gilmore watch is over. I got... uh, All right, Joe, you know what? Come on, give me one more. Do it. Do it. Do it one more time, Joe. Do it. (laughs) 
Joe loves those Joe more goodbye. <laughs> Another happy trails to you. Joe, you love those washes. Is that what we call it in the industry, Joe? Jag Media Productions, wash, we call it wipe, a, you know, a, yeah. a wash the and a wipe. element. Yes. Well, wash, oh, wipe. wait a minute, Joe. He's trying, now he's trying to act all tech savvy. Joe, look at him. Got to get you. What are you talking oh. about? Your microphone's, your microphone's blocking half your face over there. Listen, you. that's what Jack Media told me to do. I'm going to throw this thing in the garbage. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. Listen, we keep sending mock stuff, and he keeps yeah. losing it. This is listen. I need to microphone. be in the woods. I need to be in the woods with a camera in a on, on a goddamn or connected to a tree with a, with a, with a, a bottle of bourbon, and, and that's it. Just sit there in the woods, like you're, like you're looking you know, for Bigfoot. Yeah, we can't, exactly. We can't allow him the car. We can't allow him to go get any of these anywhere. Yeah, he can't be. He can't be in the civilized. He can't be in the civilized world. He's going to be out there, like he said, with the camera on the tree, like he's hunting for Bigfoot. You know listen, what I mean? Sasquatch. I got a Listen, Katone's comments next week. I got another car story for you. You better stay oh tuned. Oh, my God. I got another one. I got to call your house and have your car taken away. My, Joe, get it down to motor vehicles over there and have his license listen, revoked. Listen, I got another car story. Chris, how about now Jalen Mills goes out tomorrow, right? That hurts. Well... No, I mean he's he's on the. Uh, did they announce it today? Because I thought he, they announced he was out today. I thought so. As of yesterday, he was questionable with the yeah, hamstring. Yeah, I think they said he was out. You know, Mark, when I went back and looked at that game again, um, because Mark was knee deep in bourbon. Forget it. You, I don't even know if you pay paying attention in that game. What Mark, about the week. guy behind us with his shirt off? <laughs> he was on. He was on our Twitter feed. I yeah, I still have that. I'm wondering whether or not to play that. What? So, Mark, when you went back and looked at that game, Mills, Mills had a good game, and we, I got on him a little bit, but Mills, Mills only allowed Gotcha, uh, Gotcha, uh, Godwin to catch. I think he only had like four or five catches for minimal yards and for short, for short yardage, Chris. Yeah, so I mean, he did his job there, and uh, you know, Jones had a decent game, but yeah, I mean, when when well, when Jones, they passed, Chris, I'm going to be honest with you, Jones. If you go back and watch the tape, he was on Brown a lot. Brown dropped some balls. Brady, I think a lot of guys dropped Brady's balls for body Tampa. language. Brady oh, you was said a little, the name. A little, I did, but he was a little miffed, Chris, because one of them was a touchdown and he missed it. So I don't think Jones necessarily had that great of a game. I think that they they were dropped balls that yeah. that that helped Jones out. But Mills and Jackson had real good games. And what? Now we're going to lose Mills in the game. I'm almost positive. Play. I could be wrong because, you know, every Wait, once... wait, hold on. Joe, say that again. What you say? I just uh, checked uh, Rotowire and they, they said that he won't play Sunday. Yeah, See, yeah. perfect. I was yeah, going to say, excellent. every once in like 10 years, I'm wrong. But, of course, I was right, you know. Yeah, you had so, to be right on this one, naturally. Yes. Yeah, Mark, listen. So, so Jones is going to have to carry the weight now. And Wade, yeah. Wade is out, too. I'm glad we, I'm glad we, he's out of the concussion. Where the hell did he get a concussion? What must do you got? Fall, he fall down in his played? kitchen? Yeah, he's never played. He must have fallen down in the shower or something. Because he ain't seen the field. Where the hell did he get a concussion from? Listen, oh my goodness. I don't know. But Mark, Chris, the receivers... the, but 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 Chris, secondary wise, though, we should be able to hold up against this team, no? Brandon Cooks is their is their ace down there, and he's not even I mean, he's caught 28 passes for 360 yards or 370 yards in the first uh four games. So I mean Cooks isn't really lighting it up, and he's their guy. They haven't got much from Conley, Amendola, forget it. You know, Amendola should, yeah. should just dig a hole and jump in it. But Amendola, they haven't got much for him, Anthony Miller. So they haven't been consistent. So, yeah, I mean, 
you know, you're going to put, you're going to see JC Jackson on cooks a lot. Now he'll take him right out of the game probably. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, and now you've got the quarterback concern over there because Tyrod Taylor's out. He's out. He's gone. So now you're back with, uh, is it percent? No, 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 no. It's Mills. Mills. That's what is Mills. I'm thinking of a different team. That's Mills. Mills. Now right, he, Mills. he shows a lot. Like he shows a lot of qualities that Jones, Mac Jones has. He does you know, the dump downs, the, the reads, but he's not nearly, he's not nearly as good. No. You know, he's not nearly as good. So, nope. you know, he, he replaced him in week two and, and, and he played decent. He plays decent at the beginning of games and then he just falls off. Once he adjustments does. are made against him, that's it. So as far as passing, they don't have a lot and we should get home. We should be able to get home. They've sacked This is him the one game, Chris, that I think they should. Yeah, listen, they, they, in all intents and purposes, Chris, I mean, yeah, the defense should should play well this week, I would think. I would think so, too. I mean, we should have a lot of good things to talk about in the post game, right? So, you know, I'll tell the people. So um, we should. We should have a lot to talk about good in, in the in the post game. But, the, yeah, the Patriots secondary, they should play better. I'm, I'm not happy about the Mills deal. But the, the safeties played well, too, and they should do it again, I think. You know, I think it's going to allow Duggar to play in space a little more with this team tomorrow. Chris, you know, Duggar and Phillips have been playing so good. I think it's kind of – um covered a little bit for the fact that McCordy is starting to show his age as well. He is. Yeah, he is. And, and you know how you can tell? He's deeper and deeper. He's further back. Yeah. You know, he gets he's right. further, further back, further back. And Joe, is, is it Joe? Who's joining me tomorrow? Is it, I'll be here. Where am I going? It's going to be. I think it's going to be Joe. Won if I'm not here. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so yeah, tomorrow, uh, let, let's see. Hopefully we're talking about a lot of fun things. And so the uh, that's, you know, that's the, that's the defensive side of the ball. So that Patriots preview uh, was brought to us by the Pats Nation. Speaking of which, the only Patriots postgame show worth watching the real Patriots postgame show, 30 minutes following every single Patriots game and tomorrow. So make sure you tune in because we'll have all the postgame breakdown on that. So, Joe, here we are again, Mark. Joe, we're at the end. We're at the uh, end of these minutes, things. So. Baby. Let's get to the two-minute warning and wrap it up. Mark, take it away. Wrap it up. Well, I'm going to go, Chris, with my prediction to start. I'm going to say Patriots 24-13. 24-13. But I don't think it's even that close of a game. I think, I think maybe – I think the Texans score late. Maybe to make it like a you know, but but I think I think it should be a, I think we'll have a comfort. I think we should have a confident, strong win tomorrow and get ourselves to two and three, and then you know, if you can get yourself to three and three at five hundred, now you see what holds for the rest of the season. Um, that that's my prediction for tomorrow. Uh, but we'll see. Also, Chris, I'll tell you, it was. I'm glad that. The, I know I'm not supposed to mention his name, but the the BB is over. <laughs> It's time to move on from that. I'm glad they had the, I just want to say I'm glad they had and I we said this on the show Monday night, but I'm glad they had a peace. It's over. Let's move on. Let's not talk about that anymore. Let's not talk about him anymore. It's a New England Patriots. It's a new era and I'm excited to see what that holds and and hopefully we build off a solid performance last week and Mac Jones can take us into this this new era and and let's make a playoff run. Yeah, for me, Mark, um for Red Sox fans, 
get excited. I hope you are excited. I, you know, I, I'm with Mark. I think Evaldi's going to win that game tomorrow uh, for them. I think he's going to have a hell of an outing, and I think they're going to be in the driver's seat in that series. And once they go up two to one, I think they win. I think they win the series. And God, you never know what's going to happen against the Astros because I think it's going to be the Astros um, that they would play. So get yourself ready. Get on board. Get ready for Corso and Catone. I'll show this show next week because we're going to talk a lot of Red Sox. Chris, listen, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. What are you going to do? I, I unfortunately, and, and Chris told me I'm crazy, but I have to go to a family function that, that just happens to be during a Patriot game. So I'm going to miss our post game, but Joe is going to jump in and 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 take my spot on, in, in this seat. But Chris thinks well, Mark, I'm crazy, but what am I going to do? Mark, make sure though. You know, we. I want your Sunday stiff anyway, regardless right, whether it. you send it to me or you call it you'll in. I want. Well, I want to hear that Sunday stiff. So yeah, we'll show Miss Mark tomorrow. But uh, my and my final prediction of my prediction of the game. Get ready, thirty-one ten, the Patriots. This is wow, the game. He's going to go over thirty. This is the game. Mac Jones is going to bust it open and throw and throw for a lot. Now, Joe, I know we're over. So uh, that's our two-minute warning presented by the Pats Nation the real Patriots post-game show. So uh, some people to thank today, Mark. We're going to thank the special people, uh, the people over at Special Sauce, the special people at Special Sauce Podcast. Special people. <laughs> Startup start finance and drive yourself to success. SpecialSaucePodcast.com. Jag Media Productions. Joe, nice job. All your staff, your crew, excellent work as always. No glitching today, it didn't seem. So Studio 42 Designs for all your graphic design needs. Studio42Designs.com. Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. CorsoLawGroup.com, allow us to be your voice. And Mountain View Home Watch and Security, Scottsdale's leading watch and security firm. And, of course, our producer director, Joe Guineri, keeping Mark and I in line as always. So join us tomorrow, as Mark says, for the Pats Nation, presented by Corso and Catone, our, this show, The Real Deal New England Feel. And we'll have all of your – Joe and I are going to have all of your post-game coverage. So, Joe, get ready. Get geared up. It's going to go. Big shoes to fill. Big <laughs> shoes. It, huge fill, shoes to fill. 30 minutes following the, that Texans game. We're going to go Mac Chris, Media. Chris, you're going to have gonna... to keep him on point because he's going to have to He's going to have to do everything tomorrow. You're you have, to you, you have nothing to say. That's it. You have no say in that anymore now. I'm coming. I'm calling your family tomorrow after the show, you know. And then why couldn't you give him a pass? Why couldn't you give Mark a pass? So we're going Mac Mac Mania, our a uh, Sunday, our Sunday stiff, of course. And our new feature that we're gonna have tomorrow is starting tomorrow is Coach's Corner. So make sure you tune in for that. I want to hear all the things we want to talk about with the coaches. And Mark pretty much put his two cents in today. And tune in next Saturday again for this show, Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England Field, every Saturday, 7 p.m. And we're gonna preview that Patriots. Cowboys games as Dallas comes to New England. So for Marcatone, Joe Gonari, enjoy the game tomorrow, everyone.